Hi there, I'm Birgit O'Connor, and welcome to my studio and to my podcast, The World of Watercolor Painting. Now, I have really enjoyed my podcast, but I've taken a break for quite a while simply because of the editing, and I just can't do absolutely everything. I love our podcast, and I've been encouraged by my students to go ahead and and do more of them. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the real world of watercolor and what it's like and talking to students and I'll have some guests coming on occasionally. But right now, I think what we're going to do is focus on one of the student meetings. Now, the sound's going to be a little raw, but that's okay because it's the real world of watercolor. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. How's everybody doing? You can go thumbs up or or I need help. <laughs> okay, great. Awesome. So, you know, I've been incredibly impressed and of what everybody's been doing. The, you know, getting loose is not so easy, as you have discovered, right? It looks easy. It looks sloppy, but it's not so easy. And to see what everybody has been doing and the struggles and giving yourself time limits and moving along. And I did hear that some people were looking at the sweet pea in the background here. Let's scoot that over here. Now, you would have all gotten that email that you should be able to find that. You know, uh, if you didn't, go back to emails of my uh, of what I just sent out, and you'll be able to access this through YouTube. And um, what I might do is, because that is actually for my members, it was a little demonstration that they have been asking for quite a long time and has been asking for it actually on how to do the sweet peas. And I had to really think about it, how to make it to where, in fact, I'm going to show it to you because we're, we're using the same techniques. Okay. So, because it's really easy to get botanical. I'm trying to put it in the spot. Maybe I'll pop over on this side, but um, it's really easy to get very botanical as you know. And if we look at that over there, you can see we're working. I'll, maybe I'll get on this side. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to do this here. All right. So basically, if we think about this, if we try to really paint it in and blend the color, this is actually on cold press paper. And why that surprises me is because I've been doing a lot of the loose stuff on the hot press paper because I like the effect. But this works. This is 140, and uh, I, you'll have to watch the video because basically what we do is I got the water in all these areas, dropped it in, let the water find, or let the color find its own path, and then for this down here, just basically touched it. If you can see the pencil line, just touching that with a damp, not really wet brush, so that color could escape. So that little thing right there is very important. I'll try to get back right there. Very important. Because when I tell you, oh, you'll want to loosen your painting up or touch the edge, we want to dissolve it. So we have a combination of hard and soft edges. And then over here, uh, layering and also getting the shadow. What I needed to think about, I really liked it when it was light and soft and pretty, but I also felt where my challenge is, is that I have a tendency of want to go deeper and more dramatic and build depth. 
And I liked this alone, but then I needed the shadow. The first week I ended up having the shadow too similar to the flowers. So it didn't have that depth. Anyway, you can always look that up and you can always email me or we can talk about it a bit more, but it's using the same techniques that you just have been doing in this particular class. So uh, the other thing is that I would have sent an email out to everybody. I just did. Hopefully you got that to the students of how you can uh, take, which I don't usually do. I'm giving you a discount for you to, uh, if you want to continue painting. If you want to go into some of the workshops that I have coming up in June and July. And as soon as I have a better idea of what I uh, can do with my schedule. Maybe I'll do another six-week class. But right now, I'm I'm focusing on the workshops. I don't have the dates set, and it's again using the same idea of the loose flowers. And really, it's not only about loose flowers. It's the technique that you're learning. And what we're doing here is instead of a brush. Uh, I started it, I used the painting that I had. So whatever paintings you have that you don't like, that don't throw them away. You don't need to make a collage out of them or anything like that. <laughs> you can always do that if you want. But what I did with this, I the foundation was way too weak. But what I did is I used a little piece of paper to paint with for most of this. So that way it's pliable in my hand and I can, uh, it really loosens you up. Anyway, okay, that's enough about that. So let me see, does anybody have a burning question? Anybody want to wave your hand around so I can see? Lindsay, that, okay, let's go to uh, William. <laughs> But you have to go ahead and unmute yourself. Hi, William. How are you doing? William is Mary. <laughs> I know. I'm giving you a hard time. Okay. So. <laughs> and it's my computer, too, but it's got his name on it. Um, oh, isn't that the way it always is, right? I find, and I hope I can put this into words, some of my frustration in trying to paint these things is I, 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 lose the idea of the form of the flower so you got all these different colors on my picture but it doesn't look like what we were trying to paint especially the poppy I mean I got great color but it doesn't look like a poppy <laughs> and I don't know if anybody else here's the battle the battle is you're you're going between the creative and the logical mind right there you know so you're trying to find form and structure and yes. so here i'm trying to pull you away from that and i'm having a great time doing that you know i love watching all of you get uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> it's working <laughs> you know it just looks so much easier than it is because yeah. it's um we want to paint what we see. And a lot of times when we have a brush, that's why we go for the smaller brushes is that we're trying to paint it all. And so just even you, you using a different brush, a squirrel brush or a natural brush or one that holds more water, that's a huge deal. And that's uncomfortable. Now, the next thing, just the brush alone is a huge the paper surface is huge. Like I, that's why I mentioned the paper surface on this. The uh, cold press, a, a 
compared to the hot press. So you're going to experiment with that. I'm still, I know your, your question though, about finding the form of the flower. So we also, by having a very minimal line drawing forces you to be loose. Because I was trying to be loose with a tight drawing. That's just not going to work. Because that was the idea that I had. This like, here was the original sunflower that I wanted to do. And I thought, oh, that's going to work. It won't work. Because you're going to want to fill everything in. That's the obstacle. One obstacle. Now, going back to what you just said, thinking about with our um, finding the form. So basically what it is, is that there's, there's layers. We know that. But there's also going to be like, um, you know, it's, uh, what comes to mind is something like, like um, small, medium, and large. You know, it's kind of like that. It's like a beginning, a foundation is like a small. The medium is where most people are at and you can't find the form. And the large is where we are finding the outfit. You know, we're finding the form of it. So a lot of people stop in the middle and they can't, you need to put it up and step back. So you're, you're kind of battling with your logical mind, you know, and you, the more you paint, the easier it'll be. So we're going to look at your paintings in a second. So, you know, I know that doesn't probably really help you, but what that does is you are where everybody else is on that journey and you will get there. You just keep, don't give up. Okay. Okay. And then we can always throw a gouache on top of it if we have to, or gesso it. <laughs> I feel like we could use another six weeks of this class <laughs> with another six assignments. <laughs> Well, see, I can't come. I like that idea a lot. I like that. And the thing is, I don't know if I can do that right now. So, and I don't have, I can't come up with, um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what you all come up with. I mean, you've got all the stuff here, you know, you've got all the techniques. So either continuing to do the lessons or how would you turn it into your own paintings? What, what do you think, Mary? How would this help you? I guess more practice, <laughs> more practice. If I maybe thought of it as that I'm painting an abstract, I'm not painting a something M might help. Well, think that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I keep telling myself it's, it's not about the final thing. It's about the process, but I'm stuck in, you know, the outcome. I, I also see you wear glasses. You may want to take them off when you're painting. <laughs> <laughs> That's an idea. <laughs> yes. So, you know, that might be something to consider. I don't know how many people would be interested in continuing, like, taking their own subject matter. You know, is that something anybody's interested I need your feedback. For I haven't really considered anything like that. Uh, Nancy? Uh, I, mean, I was just going to, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say... Um, Mary, I agree, and I'm really quite new at it, so I don't know that well each shape of the flower that, you know, that I'm looking for intuitively. So I, um, I found it hard to create something that was believable because I maybe haven't actually painted a naked lady flower uh, realistically. So I, 
I found the more I studied um, and just looked at the form, then I finally could kind of, um, you know, pick it out. Otherwise, yeah, it's hard because I've never painted a real good naked lady <laughs> in detail, you know. Uh, so I think maybe, I don't know, maybe I need to do more of that and then uh, be able to make it look more abstract. I'm not sure. Well, you know, really had a hard time. Well, the progression was uh, trying to just like paint with a brush instead of a, a pencil, first of all, right? And then softening the edges. So, what I'm looking for in your paintings, uh, like the naked ladies, the sunflowers, and the begonia, is how you're handling your brush strokes. You know, that's what I'm really looking for. I'm looking for the amount of water that you're using. And are you dissolving an edge or is it too tight? You know, so we can't get to the masterpiece until you get through the mud, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So it, I, I, I really like what you're saying and I'm hearing that. Mm -hmm. So I see Marge, you raised your hand too. So tell me your thoughts. I, I, I agree with Mary. I had a difficult time. Like I at least tried each project four times it got painted four times and the one thing I was going to ask you when you paint do you stand up and paint yes so that's a really good thing so you know what I am actually painting I uh, if I want my arm to move like that you know or like that I'm going to stand up and when I'm working on large pieces, I am standing up. When I did this sweet pea over here, I'm standing up. I do detail sitting down. So all the way around, I think that's really important. The, um, and the reason why I'm standing up also, I'm thinking because like I'm filming as I'm doing it and I need to be able to see it. I need to get away from it. So that's why standing up helps. It also frees up your arm. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a struggle, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like it was it's still a struggle. And I still got a lot, long way to go, but yeah, getting there. Well, I have another little one for you. And the idea is that, like I mentioned in the very beginning, is that for my seascape course, like you can see behind me back there, I've got a few little seascapes is painting with a little piece of paper. And so basically all we're doing is tearing a little piece of paper, like, and you probably saw it in one of my emails where I did the mountain. If you watch the, um, that little, it was like a demonstration. I mean, that was an interesting thing, a challenge, right? And it's like against the other, whatever it was, I think it was gouache or oil or acrylic or some other things. And it's like, oh yeah, you want to do this? Oh sure. Okay. And so using a little piece of paper like this, if you use a 140, it can um, break apart. And I'm using a 300, a 300 pound piece of paper like this. And why it's important. And I already mentioned this, but because once I get it wet, I can, I can form it like that. And it just forces you to be loose. You can also dab it down. Of course, you can use a credit card. A lot of people use the credit card. I have tried that before. I do not like that. I do not like the credit card or a palette knife. And that's because it can easily scar the paper. So the paper is a little softer. 
So it's very well done. They're all gorgeous. Everybody has done so. Now, hopefully by looking at all of these, you can get ideas of what you might want to do with your own painting. And again, even with a lot of the repetition through here, it works very, it's a, 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 like a unique style and excellent transparency in your strokes and good use of color through here. And I'd like to see you on this one also try it on 300 pound paper because with this 140 using the amount of water that you're doing, it is getting a little wavy. And um, what I think I would do for this is uh, come back into it. And even if it, since it is on the 140 and play with strokes on dry paper, with, a, with maybe a little bit more of that purple mixed in, not much, just to get a darker value, just maybe take advantage of that. And then like what I said in the very beginning where you put the stroke on and soften an edge and see if you can even develop this more. I think it'd be fun. Okay, and oops, I guess that's on the top. Okay, everyone, so that does it on all those paintings. Does anybody have any questions for me or comments? You're all good to keep on painting. I just want to say thank you very much. It, you. It's been a challenging, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's kind of pushed me, pushed me out of my comfort zone. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, everybody, if you have any comments or questions, and uh, Michelle, I haven't talked to you. Right? Did I talk to you? I'm just going to say a quick hello. And do uh, you have any comments or questions? Yeah. Yeah, no, your feedback's helpful. I um, I have a tendency to uh, look at the um, reference photo at the beginning, and then I get painting, I totally forget about the reference photo. So it's pretty common for me to then look at it and go, yeah, you lost your shapes and your edges. So that's helpful. I just need to be aware of that somehow. But you know, the, what you just said yeah. was great. Because what you're doing is you're working with what is happening on the painting. So that's perfect for the looser style. Thank you, everyone. I know we went right. over today. You all did an amazing job. Thank you so much. Happy painting. Congratulations, everybody. They were gorgeous. I do have some upcoming workshops that you might want to check out on my website, beergoodoconnor.com. And until next time, have fun and happy painting.